Before I begin my homily, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Father Lin Nguyen. I'm the parochial vicar at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Keller. And I was recently ordained here, approaching May 22nd will be officially one year of my ordination. It's such a great joy for me to be here with you, to celebrate Mass with you. But I would like to begin this homily with a very simple question. Who is God for you? Who is God for you? We can say all these beautiful things from the Catechism. We can quote different scripture passages. We can talk about him from any book source whatsoever. But the focus I want to emphasize is who is he for you? We hear in our first reading from Exodus and then our gospel reading today of people trying to find God and trying to understand God. The Israelite people, instead of worshiping God who saved them and brought them out of Egypt, decides to build a molten calf and worship that as God. We look at it today, we're just saying, oh, that's not us, that's not you, that's not me. But we have our old molten calf that we worship. Some may call it greenback now. Some may call it dollars. Some may call it the iPhone. Others may call it a brand new car. Others may call it prestige, honor. But those become our gods in our lives and become what is dominating in our lives. But at the end of the day, will that make you happy? Or does it make you happy? We know in our gospel reading today, in Jesus' testimony, it does not. Whether you and I choose to admit and recognize and see it for ourselves is our own choice. But until you can recognize, admit to yourself that that is not going to bring you happiness, I can guarantee you, you are not living your life to the fullest. When I was your age, about 10 years ago, I was sitting there wondering what I should do with my life. I was planning my life to the T. I was getting ready to apply for the University of Texas in Dallas to enter their cybersecurity program. And in that program, I would get an internship as I studied with the DOD as a cybersecurity analyst and a penetration tester. I had all of that in line. I was planning my life bit by bit by bit. Until, he decide, until I decided to listen to God's call and answer his voice in my life, did I truly find happiness? Because in that, I didn't know what was truly meant for me. I couldn't see God interacting in my own life. As I was planning my life, going through school, and doing all these activities at the school, I was never happy. I was miserable and unhappy because it wasn't bringing true fulfillment in my life. But yet I found myself every Sunday spending eight hours at the church, being the happiest moment of my life, with so much joy and excitement that my parents had to drag me away from the church because I was so adamant and wanting to stay there for more.
I didn't recognize and realize that in myself, that that was a way in which God was instructing me that the most important thing in life is not money, is not power, is not prestige, but it is my relationship with God. A relationship that is full of love, of joy, of happiness. But the problem we have, my dear brothers and sisters, is we are afraid. We are afraid to risk it all. We are afraid to be vulnerable to God, to let Him know the dark secrets of our lives. We're afraid to let Him enter into our lives and lead us on that path. Because in leading us, we have to abandon to Him. We have to give Him control of our lives, and that control is the most scariest part. Because you and I want to plan our life to the T. We want to do what is easy for me. What is easy for me never really brings us eternal happiness and eternal joy. Pick anything in your life, my dear brothers and sisters, and look at it. They may bring us joy five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, two days. But after that time period, it weans away. For example, most of you guys in your pockets or in your lockers have an iPhone. Some of you guys aren't even content with the iPhone you have in your pocket. As soon as Apple comes out with their new release, everyone's eager to go get the new iPhone because it's going to be the cool thing. It's the popular thing to do. But what happens? As soon as you have that iPhone in your hand, you're so excited about it. You feel like the cool kid, I just got the new phone. But how long does that joy really last? It fades away and it weans away. So then we are yearning and wanting the next latest and greatest thing and we're waiting for Apple's next release. But my dear brothers and sisters, Jesus is asking and showing us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Everything in creation points back to God so that we can come closer and get to know Him. But in doing so, the question becomes, who is God for you? Is He a distant being that we just are afraid of, that we come to in our, 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 when we're scared, when we're afraid, when we don't know where we're going, or when there's trouble in our life? Or is God really our best friend. Someone who we know intimately, who is the God of our hearts, our life, leading us to happiness, to joy, to faithfulness, who wants to show you the ways in which we're going to be happy forever. Not things that fade away, not things that are of this world, but in doing so, we have to let go. So as we continue our Lenten journey, my dear brothers and sisters, let us look back into our own lives to see where is God. Because in our prayer, we rekindle our connection back to God. In our fasting, we die to ourselves and make ourselves less and diminish our ego, our self-centeredness, and our almsgiving our recognition of God in and through our brothers and sisters.
So let us remember and ask ourselves today, my dear brothers and sisters, who is God for us? Amen.